1: Listen to me, baby. You just came with you gotta go. I've already been La la la, the Inner Wealth Podcast. La la la, the inner wealth podcast. La la la, the inner wealth podcast. You know what day it is. Inner wealth podcast with David Liz. So manifest the greater this. And things all good, cause I say it is. Investing in inner wealth. Real generational wealth is mental health. It's an inside game. No toxicity. Let's talk and more listening. Ladies and gentlemen, and now we introducing David McCullough, Elizabeth Holstrup, host of the Inner Wealth Podcast. Inner Wealth Podcast. Inner Wealth Podcast. Inner Wealth Podcast. Disclaimer. Information in this podcast and interview is not to be taken as medical advice. Always consult your physician before beginning any inner hacking program and before making any lifestyle changes. The material shared by guests in this podcast is not the opinion of David McCullough or Elizabeth Holkstra and disclaims any responsibility of inaccurate credentials of guests or information used that may cause harm. No guarantees given regarding the accuracy of any statement or opinions made on this podcast. This general information is not intended to replace your healthcare professional.
2: All right, everyone. Welcome back to
1: episode two,
2: I I W two, <laughs> inner wealth podcast with Dave and Liz. Yep, yep. You heard Ras, so we're gonna dive deeper into. I talked a bit about my story and how I started uh, my wellness journey. Uh, some a little bit about you know how we created Inception, which you know really is the it's the. Uh, Foundation. Yeah, it's the foundation, but Neuro Fitness Center was the foundation for us. Oh yeah, you know, and that's and now that we talk about that, Neuro Fitness Center. Yeah, we talk about how I met you.
3: Yeah, all them years ago. How many years ago is that now?
2: Um, We going into year fifteen. Fifteen. Woo! It'll be going into year fifteen. I I remember I met you in the summer around two thousand seven. So this summer, I think I was around that time.
3: Yep, I was nineteen years old. Mm hmm.
2: 19 man so i met you through a a neighbor of mine a shared friend Mm -hmm. and i remember him telling me yeah yeah i gotta gotta introduce you to this person and um it's funny why why he (laughs) wanted to introduce you to me is because you thought i was a psychic or something
3: yeah i was i was obsessed with psychics like my whole life (laughs) i always try to go see some psychics i was always searching for something and, um, TC, that was our mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Um, he, he always told me about you. He's like, man, I got to introduce you to, to my neighbor because he's, he's like a psychic. He, he knows how to read your brain and like, he's like a brain surgeon. I was like, boom. I was like, okay oh i gotta meet this i'm gonna be a how
2: much
3: i gonna be a psychic brain surgeon yep. mm-hmm. brain surgeon psychic. psychic you could so, read my brain you could do you know right. you could see my future you knew who i was like all this man, stuff that's, like that's
2: some crazy I, i'm a psychic oh, brain man. surgeon that's yeah. a new one for me
3: yeah he was he was bragging on you <laughs> he was like you're bragging on <laughs> yeah, you
2: so 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 then when i met you Yeah, I shared with you the technology I was using at that time, which was Mm -hmm. called brainwave optimization. And if you missed episode one, you get a little backstory about that Mm -hmm. and talking about brain mapping. Yep. Do you remember when I took you to the office? What is your what is your brain map look like? Do you remember?
3: I don't You know. To be honest, like, I don't really I don't remember. Too much of what my brain looked like. I remember it was jacked up though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just remember it was messed up.
3: <laughs> it, was, it was jacked up, I remember. Um, but I was there. I mean, all I had to do, you said the word, you were like, Yeah, you know, I do this, that and the other. I was like, Take me. I'm there. I think I went that night, right? We went that yeah, day. We went the I think. Same night. Yeah. 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 I was ready. I
2: access, get access, get in and you know, and two, I was I was like a kid in a candy shop with my new toys, man.
3: Oh, man. <laughs> like, I w-
2: I would train, like, anybody who would let me.
3: Because
2: mm. mm. I knew, too, that I once knew. you train, mm. I knew it was going to change your life.
3: Oh, my god! I didn't know how
2: it was going to change your life, but yeah. I knew. And I yeah. just, I, I don't think I was just like, ooh, I just want to see the reaction.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Wait, so what? Do you remember what my brain map looked like?
2: If I remember...
3: I think you did a couple of them. I,
2: yeah, I mean, we did brain maps throughout the years, but I think that first one I remember your brain was more in fight or flight. Mm, mm. But interesting el- enough, even though that brain map showed fight or flight at that time, you really spend a lot of time in freeze.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think I think I was just I kind of switched back and forth, but most of the time I really think I was in freeze because I, I was always having trouble feeling. Like, trying to feel things.
2: Well, and that, and, 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 and when you told me about, like, because I was like, you know, I always meet people and I'm like, want to know their traumas because then I can know why the brain is in that pattern. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, I don't think you, I don't know if you told me what traumas you had, but I think you told me one big one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, because you're you talking about the adoption. You've been yeah, adopted, man. right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that's, that's, that's trauma. And he was like, oh. Man. So why did you think why did you think at that point in time if you can remember back <laughs> where were you at in your know, thought process and, well, and thinking that that that, that adoption wasn't. didn't affect you
3: Yeah, I mean because it, it's you can't consciously you can't consciously remember that type of stuff, you know? Mm. So all you know is what you know, which was I was adopted and you know, my family, my mom has been my mom and my dad it was my dad, you know, right. my whole life. So like I couldn't connect the emotional connection of abandonment or or anything because I never had no I, I didn't have a conscious memory of right. that, so I didn't feel that. You know? So
2: so now that you you know that too, and if you think about that, um, you know this idea that like oh you were too young to remember that,
3: mm, mm. but we
2: know that the brain remembers
3: everything. Every the brain and the body remembers yeah. everything because. I, throughout my life I've I've had terrible abandonment issues terrible and I never really got abandoned my my mom and my dad never abandoned me ever well you're,
2: you're adopted my
3: adopted mom adopted right mom. right yeah. my birth mom so so now realizing that I have major trauma I you know associated with adoption I can connect the fact why I have serious abandonment issues because honestly I mean after doing years and years of research and and looking into you know epigenetics and mm-hmm. even even the pregnancy of a woman, like stress hormones cross the placenta halfway through pregnancy. So if you're an un- unwanted baby, you're gonna feel that you know halfway through pregnancy. Yeah. So you're you're entering this dimension like you're not wanted immediately.
2: And you gotta think about you gotta think about um you know people who've been adopted mm. like. Most times, it, would you say, maybe it's, this is just my thought process, is if someone put you up for adoption, they just didn't do it after you were born. Mm-hmm. They were already, oh, they had already struggling about that. Yeah. within themselves about mm-hmm. what they were going to do with you. Right. You know, so that back and forth battle inwardly
3: oh, man. has to be at feeling. a creating,
2: yeah. you know, some turmoil with the baby.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think... I mean, doing, I did a couple, you know, therapies and some past life regression stuff and they regressed me actually to, to my birth. So I kind of, kind of felt that process over again and in feeling that and experiencing that again, I realized that I never saw my mom, you know, they took me right away from her. And I remember the, the emotion of that coming out of the birth canal and just wanting to be hugged and loved by the woman that was carrying me. They, they didn't I didn't have that
2: that's crazy because you know certain animals like when you come out if 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 you're not within with the mother mother for Mm -hmm. a specific time frame like you you die
3: you die yeah oh it's science too I mean babies where was I I was listening to I think it was Bruce Lipton and he he had done this research on on babies and babies that are not even like, loved a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking just, you know, if you don't touch a baby for the first months of their life, they'll die. Right. But, I am I mean, some interaction you get. But then those kids, they're depressed. They have autism. You know, mm-hmm. they have serious, serious health issues.
2: Well, then, too, if, you, if you're if you not even being, um, you know, touched with, you know, physical touch and things of that nature. But think about colostrum.
3: Oh, yeah. And the first mother's right. milk. Right. That
2: you're supposed to get.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: So all these... So it's the same thing even with um, I know it's kind of like sounds different, but like being born through the through the vaginal canal versus Mm C-section, like your brain, actually, that stimulus Mm -hmm. coming through the vaginal canal Mm -hmm. jumpstarts certain neurochemicals in your brain. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, so that whole process and you. If you're going through the C-section, you're missing out on that. Yeah, and, so and that's the probiotics
3: tra- from the mother's from the mother's canal. I mean, yeah. you miss out on a ton of stuff when you get. So
2: that's trauma, and then yeah. I, I believe you're supposed to something with the placenta mm-hmm. that you know you're supposed to.
3: I think you're supposed to ha- keep something, yeah. Something but but though,
2: all those factors to me all tie into mis- mental, emotional, absolutely, and physical, absolutely. So when we yeah, this talk is about, your
3: introduction to this this world, to this world. you know. So you're you're already in
2: a deficit. Oh,
3: man. Oh, man. So so being adopted like I never connected that. I never had Mm -hmm. those emotions. I never I never felt that because all I knew was what I knew consciously.
2: So because you experienced those things, even though you were you were raised with uh, a family Mm -hmm. and a decent family. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that most because I've worked with adopted kids. Yeah. And the adopted parents always think, well, I given them.
3: Everything. Oh, love. It's mm. like,
2: no. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not it's the not, same. You can't replace what they missed from the biological mom. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do the best you can, but right. you can't replace it.
3: Right. And then you still don't know what happened in those first even days or, you know, months. For me, it was three months before I was placed with my, my family. So, I mean, those that, that's a long mm-hmm. time. Right. That's a really long time to be, you know, monitored, which I was.
2: So, I had this, I had this uh, one client. It was probably 2012. Mm. Name was Michaela. And I can talk about this freely because we've done the article and everything. But on this story, but she was adopted um, from Russia.
3: Mm.
2: So in Russia, she was in the hospital. After she was born, she was in the hospital for nine months Mm. without her mother. Mm. Just in the hospital, nine months. So when she was adopted um, by parents here, white family. And they came to us, girl was pulling knives out on the mom, mm. adopted mom. She had to be told, um, she had to ask her mom 15, 20 times a day, do you love me? Mm. Um, she would always have to have somebody with with her. Um, she was diagnosed with op- opso- uh, oppositional defiance disorder. Mm. Mm. You know, I so, probably
3: would have gotten diagnosed with that. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. I went. They, they didn't
2: have that at that time, no. I'm pretty sure. Uh-uh. So, oppositional defiance disorder. Um, So, ODD, ADD, Mm. I believe, or it was ADHD, which is the hyperactivity. But really, we knew when we looked at their brain pattern, man, that brain was, man, that brain was in freeze and fight or flight. Mm. Like, and so by the time we trained her, we did about two or three days of brain training. The mother came in. She said, man, this is kind of odd. I said, you know, she said, you noticed that I noticed that she hadn't asked me not once today is if I loved her Mm. brain already starting to shift. Right. And come out of this safety
3: Mm. into
2: a lack of safety. Right. Into safety. Protection
3: into, yeah. So
2: it wasn't, it wasn't the mother Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and being adopted that was going to make her safe. It was her nervous system.
3: Exactly. When we talk about episode
2: one. Yeah regulation of the nervous system that the nervous system starts to regulate now the safety begins
3: right right but until you can reach that her
2: therapist had her therapist we worked with her dr carmen Baldus, and dr carmen she told us um she said um her psychologist sorry she said that um she had went from that of like a two-year-old to a seven-year-old within a week of working with us wow
3: wow i can see it
2: so but when you get it early mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that she's going to be perfect
3: right you but it means <laughs> mean that she
2: doesn't have to from seven years old at that time that she doesn't have to carry that until she's 27
3: right and been, stuck on, in that been on lives.
2: drugs and done every other thing to right. try to self-soothe right and you just think that that person is just a lost cause mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though they've been they've had a hell of an experience Mm -hmm. in coming here. Right. So does that story kind of identify with you any?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, well, I was a I was a pretty good kid, I would say. But, you know, I just started doing bad things right away. And like now that I look back on it, you know, at age 11, 12, I shouldn't be reaching for alcohol, trying to drink
0: or Mm. trying to hustle some weed in the streets. Like what? Kinda
3: at 11 or 12
1: how did you even know about weed at
3: oh that you know what i i didn't so i i i knew that sage looked like weed oh, and so i okay. put it in little baggies and i was trying to hustle you it were off.
2: selling dime bags of sage Sage. it was, <laughs> was a holistic <laughs> gangster then
3: i know <laughs> so life healer. He was... always it's been in my blood but anyways no i mean but but at at that age why why does my brain go there, right? Yeah, why does my brain go there? I was angry. I was an angry child, you mm. know, real angry, and you know I remember even doing trauma release exercise um one day, I regressed back to you know these these temper tantrums that I used to have when I was mm. one, two, three years old, and I remember the emotion inside of me. it was anger. I was so mm. mad. I would used to bang oh, my was
2: that the day you called me,
3: oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Listen, checking. y'all ain't been doing no healing work unless you've been on the ground with your head spinning around in circles, screaming, crying. Right. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, no, I was so mad and I would, I would bang my head against the floor, bang my mm. arms and legs and just snot all over the place. And I would, like, why, why would, did I have that level of emotion in my body at that yeah. time? And, you know, now that I look back on it, it was because of the adoption. It had to have been, it had yeah. to have been. Because where else was I getting that from? Because, right. you know, my parents, they, they were good parents, you know, they were good parents. They loved me. They cared for me. They didn't abandon me. But I didn't learn that. That wasn't learned behavior is what right. I'm getting at, you know? Right. So. No, it was
2: it was it was trying to again, the brain mm. is trying to find a way to self-soothe. Right. It, right. it don't have to look pretty mm. and you, you don't have to understand it. Mm. But that's all the brain is trying to do. We're all trying to move from pain.
3: Right. To pleasure. Right. right. You know.
2: So what What were some of the ways that you were trying to get out of pain?
3: Oh, man. So, you know, I just I started I started the addiction stuff early in life. You know, I was I was trying to self-soothe with alcohol as soon as I knew what alcohol was. Mm-hmm. Sixth grade. How old? How old are you in sixth grade? It was like mm-hmm. between the summer 10, of fifth 11, and maybe, sixth.
2: Something
3: like that. Oh, man. So fifth and sixth grade. I remember the summer of that year is the first time I drank. Hmm. I I took you know my parents had this liquor cabinet and I would I would I would get it drink some put some wow. water back in it and put it back you know I, oh, was, wow. uh, <laughs> I was
2: you know what in, that, in my neighborhood I knew I knew some people who you know the parents had a bar. Mm-hmm and next, you know, man, that whole bar would just run through.
3: Mm. Yeah, that's what I did. But I filled it back up with water. <laughs>
2: <I filled laughs> At least you know what water. to do. Yeah.
3: Everybody to like sip of they stuff like, <laughs> so, this is watered down.
2: Why <laughs> does taste like ice
3: mountain? Um. <laughs> ice mountain. <laughs> yeah, so I started, I started drinking young, real young, because I was in so much pain. But I didn't even realize I was in pain, though. That's the thing. Mm. I was so frozen. I think I was trying to feel something, you know. Yeah. I was trying to feel. So alcohol, how
2: alcohol made you. You felt like alcohol. Did, well, did alcohol bring you alive. It
3: did it brought yeah. me alive? Yeah. I was able to socialize. You know, yeah. I got popular in sixth grade. Like I was, I was real popular. The you know life of the party. I was life of the party.
2: Yeah, because you know that's what they call a truth serum. What really it does is, if you really think about it. Mm. balancing of the nervous system your nervous system is not necessarily balancing mm.
3: Mm. no
2: but you have a sense of relaxation
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know mm-hmm. that now you have some space space that your that your self
3: yep can, can start to come out right right, right. exactly exactly yeah so
2: did okay. that What? what did that what else did that go through did that Did that lead you down other pathways? Because, you know, people always talk about gateway drugs and stuff like that. But I don't believe in gateway drugs. I believe in gateway trauma.
3: Yeah, no, there. Yeah, right. There's no gateway. I don't (laughs) They talk about that all the time back in the day. Um, No, I just think, honestly, I really think that that entering this world I came here with a ton of trauma. I came here and I felt away when I was born. So I carried that energy with me, which attracted more trauma, more drama, more BS in my life, you know. So I kept getting re-traumatized with abuse. With you know, and then I started abusing myself with substances, Mm. and then I started getting in trouble with the cops, and then I started you know going, being in bad places at the wrong times, and partying too young, which obviously brought on more trauma and Mm. more trauma and more trauma. I mean, if you think about it, like anything that a woman could probably experience, I've experienced and gotten through, and you know, but it was all because I, I really feel like I started this life like so broken. You know, mm, so yeah. broken, and I, I just, I never knew what to do. You know, I just, I didn't know. What and to at do.
2: that time, when I first met you, I was like, okay, and this Asian, Asian girl. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, and I didn't know too much about you, but I think one time I came out there where you lived at, and this is out in Lansing area, and I came to your neighborhood, and I was like, what in the world? <laughs> I was like, why, why is she doing these things? But I, but I knew. Mm -hmm. But but to see that Mm -hmm. was a totally different experience. But, you know, I I went to school with people who was like that, Mm -hmm. people whose whose parents were judges, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. politicians. Yeah. But they trying to act like they're from. The hood.
3: Yeah. Oh, I used to put myself in terrible situations. Listen, I I moved out of my house when I was 14 years old and moved to the hood of where I was from and you know live there that's where i'm at that's where i'm at tc that's Mm. where i'm at tc at um in that little apartment complex when i was 14 i lived there for a year by myself with my ex-boyfriend and his crackhead dad and his cousin that was not a good look i mean all type of trauma over there so when you
2: (laughs) when we when we talk about all that experience and by the time you met me um and we start talking about you know these type of topics and uh subjects and you came and you did your brain map but then you decided to come do like a week worth of sessions i did (laughs) what happened after you did a week worth of sessions
3: oh my gosh that changed my life That changed my life. I remember, yo, I was in a daze from from drugs. I was just, I I was in a daze. I couldn't even finish sentences. Like, I was so stuck, you know. I was trying to get out of that feeling.
2: Why can you finish sentences?
3: Um, Drugs. I was, it was (laughs) so many drugs. I mean, it was just days and months. I think I had just gone through, like, a binge, honestly. Mm. I think I was 19, right? I was, like, a year binge, just of, of... Drugs every single day, every single day. What what
2: type of drugs, if you don't mind? Um, It
3: was Adderall, Adderall, Mm -hmm. ecstasy.
2: So, so quickly, what? What? I mean, what did you feel on these drugs though? Like we talked about alcohol, right? Alcohol made you come alive.
3: alive, So, what,
2: what was the other ones that? What was the feeling that you were seeking?
3: Love, love from ecstasy love ecstasy it, yeah, made I could you feel, feel like that i could feel love okay. on ecstasy so i love that
2: you know they're like, doing they're using ecstasy with like, mdma yeah. within uh maps the right. multi-association of psychedelic studies for therapy
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and you could you could probably you know i could see you why you could
2: have healed yourself you from it why. but you know when it's was, in the hands of oh, someone uh, who's 18, unskilled old, right you oh were probably gosh, were you overgoing, overdoing it
3: i should have died 18 million times as many ecstasy pills i mean talking about six in a night eight in a night
2: well, I don't. I don't yeah. have any. Time to to know what that <laughs> yeah.
3: means. It's it's bad. Okay. What's the what's the
1: recommended? <laughs> the recommended dosage <laughs> is probably what's <laughs> the recommended dosage? Is street
3: drug? It's probably half a pill. Okay. Half a half pill. Half a pill. Yeah. To six, six to eight in you a had night. To be
2: out your mind. I
3: was. I was completely out of my mind. I remember mean, my hmm. parents. So so I went. I got stolen out of bed <laughs> in the middle off. of the night, yeah, and, and I got sent that. to boot camp. This you know when I was I think I was sixteen. I was just a horrid child though. I was I was causing my parents so much drama. I was getting arrested all the time, getting mm. in trouble. So they they had enough of me, and um, they they signed me up for that boot camp thing. And these people came and, and got like me out of Jenny bed.
2: That's Jenny Jones. Remember Jenny Jones? Oh said On the shows, <laughs> that had a boot camp. Come on, like scare straight type yeah, stuff. Like listen, now oh, now now, now that it's funny. Oh, you want to scare straight too? I went Damn. to all that. They had so now you that. really now we really think about it. It's like. You're not going to scare trauma out of somebody. No, you can't
3: do it. You can't do it. You're You're not going to, you know, listen, listen, that, that camp, honestly, like that probably would have helped me. But then, you know, I came back and I still was the way I was because my nervous system didn't change. I learned a ton about surviving in the woods though. But other than that, you know, my nervous system, I was still very imbalanced. So coming back from that, I probably would have been okay, but they sent me away again to, to boarding school. And, um, you know, I got almost kicked out. They pulled me out before I got expelled from boarding school because I was getting in fights and having parties and just, I mean, think about it. Like, this just, it sounds, now that I'm talking about it, it just sounds horrible. Like,
2: But it, it sounds like that, but at the same time, it's totally understandable when we go back to Michaela's story. Mm. She's pulling a knife out on her mom. Right. That's because that anger, you Oof, know what I'm saying? That right. anger inside, it has power, nothing yeah. to do. Mm-mm. with everybody outside of you. Nope. That's nope. how you feel mm-hmm. and you're you trying You don't know how to, to express it. You're trying to move, you're trying to feel better. Yep. And mm-hmm. after uh, over time, you know, that just becomes your norm mm-hmm. and then you found your ways to soothe through it all. But again, just it that's amazing though by the time of 20 that like when you met me you seeking
3: Oh, like, yeah. Some oh, people, yeah. they're
2: not seeking. They're I was stuck. always
3: seeking. That's why I always try to go to That's psychics. That's going to
2: psychics. All, all, things, right? <laughs>
3: all the time, trying to go to psychics. But yeah,
2: Tell me tell me what I'm supposed
3: to do. Yeah, exactly. I was I was searching for the way. Because you're looking you for know? your own direction. Yep, I was. Yeah. I was. But no, after I brain trained for a week, yo, I changed my whole life. I remember I was in a um, not-so-good relationship at all. Um, it was very abusive. And I got out of that, and like immediately... I moved back in with my mom. I signed up for school. You know, I started going to college. Like, really? I started I thought, working. I thought out. you went
2: out to Cali first.
3: No, I went back home for a little bit first. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hmm. went back home.
2: So, for is a that bit. when you went to culinary, or you just went to school? No, spirit no, spirit? I went to. school. Oh yeah, I do remember that.
3: Yeah, yeah. I just signed up for classes. Yeah. I just remember I got out of that fog. I was in a fog for like, like two, three years. You know, from the drugs, and I remember I couldn't complete sentences. And I've always been smart. Like, that's in me. Like, I've always been smart. So let's I- talk
2: about that for a second. Because <laughs> when I first met you, like, when, when like, being around TC and the crew, mm-hmm. it was like this, you know, it's kind of ditzy, you know, oh, yeah. like, and and then, but then I would talk to you on the phone, and I'd be like, damn, this girl's smart.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Right? And it, it, But it will always be back, like, it's almost like you were scared. Yeah. to be who you were so always. you had to go play this role yeah. you played a role with everybody else mm-hmm. and that's what our relationship you never is able to play that role with me and if anything i'd be like liz <laughs> uh, your name wasn't liz then you was asia <laughs> i'm like i'm like asia for real yeah. for real it's like
3: <laughs> snap, snap out of, snap out of, out of that it. yeah out of
2: that pattern that was
3: my protection mechanism yeah, to play exactly. stupid to play dits, you know i was i always played that because then i didn't have to I don't really know why I did I that, mean, actually. Did you
2: did not want people to see you, or you wanted people to accept you, and you felt like you had to
3: I think play that, that I, role
2: to people to accept you?
3: Yeah, I think I well, did. That's what, that's what that was. I think I did yeah. have to think that I had to play that role. Yeah. So now, <laughs> <laughs> now you
2: ain't playing a role for nobody. That's nah. what happens when you.
3: <laughs> no nah. That's
2: what, what happened when you do uh, healing work. Yeah. All the all the people who you played a role with, oh, now nah, they like, they getting it. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting it bad. Yeah,
3: yeah. Right? They get the, I mean, the You real, balance yourself off
2: after a while, but uh-huh. in the beginning it's like some hell to pay for oh, yeah. everybody who you felt like
3: they screwed You were or codependent did, right. to codependent to. Anybody that you feel, man. <laughs> did you wrong. Yep, yep. You know,
2: and it's like and it's like that pain is just sitting there at the surface. It's mm-hmm. like it's like you shook up some some pop. We call it pop. It ain't soda where are we from. But mm-hmm. you shake up that pop. Yeah. And you take that lick. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh, on everybody. And then like what happened to you? Why right. what, what Why are you change? Why are you acting like that? Why are you so Right, hmm.
2: no, this was years worth of shit I really wanted to dump off onto you, but Yep, yep. But
3: stuff
2: because it. I you know, I ain't wanna, you know, step right. on no toes and I wanted you to love me. Mm-hmm. And now you like, nah, nah, I don't need you to love me. No, nah,
3: like, I don't need nobody to love. <laughs> I love myself. You love That's yourself. It. That's the main yep.
2: person you find.
3: Absolutely. And
2: for years, man, we used to hear this stuff on shows. Like, you just gotta love yourself. Like, you've heard that before? Yeah, yeah. You've heard, but you mean, don't, you don't. Go know listen to some, some Mary J. Blige stuff, right? Yeah. Like, no more drama. It's like, listen, you can say no more drama all you want mm-hmm. until you do the work and you start regulating yeah. your nervous system. Putting down some proper programming, yep. creating some boundaries, boundaries right. enforcing some boundaries. Mm, mm. Like you don't love yourself. Right. you just talking about
3: exactly. it. Exactly. Like exactly. Like you, you said
2: earlier when you did trauma release, and that's a whole nother tangent we'll talk about at some yep. point. The issues are in the tissues. <laughs> that that has to come up. Yep. Those emotions have to surface. Yep, they have so to. when people are talking about they doing a, the healing work. I'm like, yo, if you ain't feel like you want to off yourself because right. of the emotions, <laughs> the, the emotions that's coming oh, up because it's so strong, no you ain't done a healing work. Mm-hmm. You just took some bubble baths yep. and some chemical.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> chemical, chemical bubble, bubble baths, baths. Right, with some chemical with some candles. candles.
2: <laughs> chemical <laughs> candles. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm doing <laughs> oh, the my healing gosh. work. You put some, right. cuc- you put some <laughs> non-organic cucumbers <laughs> on your eyes. Right, right. Your
3: skin's sucking up toxicity. man, you more toxic.
2: We've even. Self-care whitewash what healing is supposed to look like and oh, it don't look gosh. like none of that it don't it look it's like being pretty. totally uncomfortable mm-hmm. it looked like cussing somebody yep. out yep. who you didn't who you wanted to say something to forever now mm-hmm. you finally are letting out what yep. needs to come out
3: yep right yep. that's 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 him that's work. what the
2: healing work would look like when i've been through yep. it
3: me too <laughs> I, I see too.
2: i see you going through i see other people going through i'll be laughing at them, not because it's funny but because i remember he does how laugh. it was he does all that. i can do is laugh
3: man you do be laughing because
2: i'm like ha 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 yeah yeah uh, be right. you'll Dude, be all God, right get off the ground like okay <laughs> right <laughs> but how so how long did it take you to get to where you are right now. Oh,
3: my gosh. I'm still going. What do what you mean? No, I mean, when I was 20, that was just the tip of the iceberg. That was just scratching at the surface of what it could feel like to actually feel better for once. Mm. But you know what? I returned. You got that.
2: You got that glimpse.
3: Oh, a glimpse. I got a glimpse. Yeah. But you know what I started doing? I started returning back to the things that I used to do in my, my toxic environment. Mm. And I started doing the drugs again. And I started drinking again. And I started using brain training as a mechanism to return back to normal because I after knew your, how to after shift your, myself after
0: your drugging yep. and stuff. yeah yep. oh, yeah
3: oh man I used man. to
2: be so mad at you I
3: know <laughs> I know you did <laughs> I used to be
2: like man stop coming in here until you ready to really do the work <laughs> no,
3: and come you come back ready.
2: you would come back I'm blacked out I'm like what oh, what man. is we doing but
3: listen I mean but but you know, you know what? what
2: I didn't I didn't fully understand at that time either mm-hmm. I did to a degree
3: mm-hmm.
2: but you know like, it's not like I can put myself in your body and feel that level of pain.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I can
2: just know that I know that you are blocking
3: oh, man. the healing response so because,
2: cause with oh, brain training and all of our other services, it's like, and we probably need to update our, uh, Update some of our documents and let people know this. Like, yeah, don't do no drugs. No, don't do no No. alcohol. You kill the neural nets.
3: Yeah, exactly. You you, you kill the progress that you make. You kill the pro the progress. And so
2: you come in, you do some services, and then you go drink afterwards. Bam! your nervous, system back, whack.
3: And you have to purge. You have to purge that out. So whatever comes up after you do the services, because you create more space within yourself after you do the services, you're gonna feel emotion. You you? have to purge that. I'm
2: trying to think now, though. I remember what I felt when I did the services. I remember I was in, we was in Arizona. We was on Camelback Mountain Road, whatever. And my dad said something to me. I just like snapped. He's like, man, what's wrong with you? And I didn't realize I just had so much anger toward my dad that was just bubbling up. And I just like letting them have it. Like I was agitated. Mm. So mm. I don't remember what did you have stuff coming up that you Mm-mm. can remember?
3: No. I just remember it just brought me out of my it? fog. I, I just brought it brought me out of my fog that I was mm. in. I was in a deep fog, but I was still self soothing and regulating. Like I, I think I went back to my mom's for a couple of months. Mm. After that I was like, peace out. I can't, you know, I'm out. Like back to my normal life of drugs and then I became the model actress, you know. So I moved to Cali and I was in the entertainment scene, in the party scene, Hollywood party scene, yeah. where out there it's normal. Hey, let's go, you know, snort a line and go run the hills. That was normal.
2: Yeah, I can I can see that being normal at, after going out there when we did that Vice shoot in Cali. Oh, it's normal. I was like, man, these people. I mean, if you don't do want to <laughs> bump, interesting. If you, you
3: want to bump. I mean, the party scene out there is it's not normal if you're not on cocaine or something. Like I remember, you want a bump? You want a bump? Hey, let's go do a bump. It was the most normal thing ever out there.
2: And you know, from where I'm from, like from Detroit, like I I never like. Well, we talked about dudes are drinking forties, okay? Mm-hmm. Saint mm-hmm. eyes, mm-hmm. I was they They had some. They had some. They We was considered okay. Oh, there you <laughs> doing? You doing weed? <laughs> but when you start doing snorting coke and stuff, like oh man, we like dude, what? Yeah, like, that's normal, what?
3: Kelly. Super normal in Cali. But that, that, that fast lifestyle, you know, that fast lifestyle will take you down if you don't have a strong, you know, hold and grasp on who you really are, which I had zero. So I was just out here. Um, but you know what? Throughout all of that, I remember myself still, I, I was trying to be better always. <sighs> like, like that's why I kept good relationships with people, even though I was on the drugs, on alcohol, you know, partying all the time. I was still about my business. Mm. I still wanted to do well, you know, yeah. and be a good human being. Yeah, I
2: remember you called me. You called me. I think you was in New Orleans at that time, and he was like, "David, I'm working at. um, uh Where are you working at? Oh, uh, GNC. GNC? I was he like, said. you working at GNC? I was like, I was shocked
3: because
2: you was hustler, hustler. <laughs> oh, I so was. I was like, I
3: became the best. I was like, how
2: could you go from? Because I used to always talk to you about that fast money. I'm like, yo, that fast money can ruin you because mm-hmm. then you can't even go work a.
3: Right, normal job, job but right.
2: you you even wanted to put yourself in a structure mm-hmm. and i was happy for you i was like wow great she Man, got I a job? That
3: job because i've always i've always been concerned about my health honestly mm. ever since i was little i've always i've been taking probiotics since i was like 10 you know i started looking up all that stuff when i was younger so some for some reason i was really attracted to that job you know mm. because of supplements and like learning about what does this for your body what does that for your body so I became really great at that job. Actually, I, I love that job. To even be though honest. GNC
2: is uh... a... I know, it's full of
3: toxic. <laughs> it's pretty
2: don't... toxic, but but at that time, yeah, we were all going to GNC, right?
3: Exactly. You know, exactly. so there was really about... nothing else at that time, right? No, you know, there right, really wasn't.
2: No. no, it wasn't, and even it was something else, it still. What we talk about now, we know supplements
3: mm-hmm. and we
2: know good quality supplements, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's what that got you into that world.
3: Yep, but yep. but I'm that tra- got me into structure. You know, mm. I moved out there because I was supposed to be in a movie. So I was working with with a guy out there and doing some modeling and acting work. And, um, you know, I ended up I think I was with some like I was with my ex at the time and we broke up. But I was out there for about a year and I had structure when I was out there. And by, by living that, like, I remember I wanted that again, mm. like, bad. So I came back to Michigan after I after Louisiana, and I went to school. I started going to school, culinary school, because I, I love to cook. Like, in the South, I learned mm. how to cook all that, that Creole stuff. So I, mm. I came back here and signed up for school and started going to school. And, um, you know, I was in culinary school, and I graduated, got my, you know, baking and pastry certificate and really started working. I had a real job, you know. So I mean, I after that point in my life, I started really, really gaining structure and yeah. knowing what that was. You know, still like modeling, still acting, but really, yeah. I had a real job. You know, I had some credentials. You know, I I started getting my life together, and I think um, I think.
2: And you were still you were still doing stuff like brain training and all that. Oh along yeah, the way. no,
3: throughout the entire <laughs> time, I always like when even when I was living in Cali, acting, modeling, fast life, I would come back to Michigan. Just the rain train. Yeah, I know
2: you would hunt me down. Yes,
3: I would. And you'd be so irritated with me. I remember you what What you want? <laughs> <laughs> what you want? Fine Les, fine Asia, just go. Like oh, just go. <laughs> I'm
2: like, what you bringing me to eat?
3: Oh yeah, I
2: remember. <laughs> I had to create a boundary. I was like, Yo, yeah. what you bringing to eat?
3: Right, right. Bring me
2: some food. Yeah. But I ain't got no money. I'm like, where else you gonna go to get some <laughs> services? You ain't got no money. You better bring me some food, something.
3: Right, right.
2: But you should do it. You should, you know, Mm -hmm. you like, it's one thing I can say (laughs) out of most people I know in life. It's maybe one other person who I know, like scratched and crawled and clawed Mm -hmm. their way to consciousness, Mm -hmm. to a level of consciousness. Nobody could ever tell me that you can't get better because I saw you again 14 years mm-hmm. doing the work
3: yeah. yeah so
2: when people people try to come and bring your past up to me i'm like well
3: who the hell you think was there right, <laughs> right. you think you telling
2: me something i don't, I don't know. know well
3: she was doing this okay okay <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs>
2: so so that that right there was like nobody gonna be able to tell me something
3: right Right. that
2: i didn't see right. or witness right. firsthand exactly i know more than they know
3: yeah exactly you know exactly and man it's just i can look upon people like these poor young people that are out here just acting a fool it's like i just feel i feel empathetic towards them because it's like the pain that they're in mm-hmm. i feel that for them yeah because i was there you know all it is is trying to get out of pain that's it yeah. That's so
2: that that's what we're talking about, addiction. We were talking about that earlier, this mm-hmm. idea of addiction mm-hmm. and it being a disease. No It's a dis-ease. It's
3: in your body. It's yes. a dis ease within dis-ease,
2: yourself. But it's not yeah. like a you used to say to me all the time, I, I just got an addictive personality. I say, No, Liz, you don't have an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. You got a trauma yeah. based personality. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yep. Like you're 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 trained in that way Mm -hmm. you've Mm -hmm. nurtured yourself in that way in that
3: way right right. so
2: like even leaving now like i think i I think during the pandemic like i just had like this moment when i was like you know what like i had never really processed seeing you grow as a person Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i remember these stages of you Mm -hmm. and so because it's it's kind of fleeing and you just your, your new little you become your new yeah. normal you, right? Yeah. But if I go back, I'm like, yo, you oh, had to do to some change. transformation. Oh, yeah.
3: And so your massive. personality, massive.
2: Your personality is nothing like what it was.
3: Nothing. I am not the same person. I'm not so the same person. So when people say,
2: can you change your personality? Well, you' not even in your personality, right?
3: Right. You just you can't,
2: are. You're in your trauma right, reality, you Right. Know?
3: Right. right. You're not in
2: your personality.
3: No, nah, You you trying to self soothe and cover up pain and you reactive and no space. A person with no space doesn't really have their own personality. You know what I mean? Right. Right. They're not acting as themselves, as their conscious self. They're acting as their reactive, traumatic self. You know. Right. So, I mean, that all those years, all those years.
2: And and you and you too, you've been around you've been around the athletes, the stars, mm-hmm. and all these different things. You've been around people with money. You've
3: had money. Mm-hmm. You know. I've lost and, money. I've had lost money. money. I've <laughs> <laughs> been balling, been broke, been <laughs> homeless, been <laughs> in mansions. I mean, up down, up down, up down. Been in trouble, been to but, jail, but, been but out I, of jail. But, but been... if
2: you really pattern that all together guess what that sounds like hmm. nervous, nervous system.
3: system dang it does oh man yeah
2: it's a it's dang. a factor right up
3: down up down up right down
2: up down up down yep and some and, and your yep and your valleys mm-hmm. is just as high as your peaks
3: yep there's yep. no
2: real in between right into it. right right
3: there you wasn't know? there was zero regulation and, and even
2: in, even in your personality and how people experienced you it was either one way
3: hmm Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but i mean people didn't really ever know me until these past maybe five six seven years they never knew me because i had a mask on i was the dits, you know i was a pretty mm-hmm. ditz you yeah, know
2: that 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 that's funny too like it's just like you know guys be coming to you like oh they they want to so be with you and, and they don't <laughs> even know you <laughs> they'll be like oh man why you ain't with her i'm like uh-huh. do you know her <laughs>
3: I know. You're asking
2: me why I'm not with her. Do you know her?
3: <laughs> yeah, they didn't even... Man, none of my dudes really even knew. Like, yeah, yeah. Damn. Because I had a mask on for a long yep. time. I was Asia Rain. Yep. My mask. <laughs> that was my mask. You know, Magic
2: Johnson used to talk about that. He was like, man, Irvin. Irvin Johnson... And Magic Johnson are two different people. Mm. And when I heard that, I instantly thought of you. I was oh, yeah. like, yo, Asia Rain mm. and Elizabeth. And I made a decision. I made a conscious decision. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> I made a conscious decision. I was like, yo, I'm not calling you Asia no more.
3: I remember that. You remember? I remember. I'm yeah. I I'm, remember like, I'm not Asia. calling
2: you Asia no more. Yeah. You were Elizabeth.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And now I can't even call you Asia.
3: I know. I don't I even I know, don't know that person, like that disconnection like between the right. two. Right, right. Right, I've grown out of that girl. (laughs) She pop up sometimes. She pop
2: up sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes we we, you gotta draw her up. (laughs) sometimes you gotta conjure up for for certain yeah, reasons but
3: yeah, yeah. but for
2: the most part you know she's that,
3: extrovert but because of the drugs and alcohol i used to
2: think you was an extrovert mm-hmm. and i'm
3: like yo you were so introverted i'm so introverted that's
2: why we get along because it's I like know. yo we can go on vacation and we ain't gotta go nowhere
3: i know we can just sit there mm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Real. like cool oh, let's go here let's do here I'm right. like, man we doing too much
3: i know i'm, I'm tired, tired. <laughs>
2: Tired, I'm tired man tired. I just want to chill like, yeah what?
3: right right man. no I don't I'm introverted that's crazy cause like, I and then I you're a nerd
2: that. you'd be nerding out like that like so when you have typically when you had that awakening like you just like you do the neo thing like mm-hmm. give me all the knowledge mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like what you doing I'm doing sacred geometry I'm <laughs> doing mathematics and
3: <laughs> vortex computations
2: math. vortex math I'm like what <laughs> I'm like I can't do that right now <laughs>
3: can't do that Cause right now because we have two
2: different stages of our <laughs> journey right i did that in the beginning yeah yeah and now like i know what i know mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll learn new things but i've also gotten to a place where i understand Yo, this is the same shit over and over again.
3: Yeah, that spiritual stuff. Like, yeah, it's, 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 nothing, right, it's right.
2: nothing new.
3: Yeah. You you're were just, saying you devoured Wayne Dyer, Anthony Robbins, yeah. Deepak, Joe Dispen. I, all of them. Yep. All of them. I've yep. read every single book they've ever written, ever. All of them.
2: And then you get but to the place where you're like, it's, it's, just, it's, it's the same thing through a different vessel. It
3: is. It know? is.
2: Even if you go through read all the sacred texts. Mm-hmm. It's yep. the same stuff. You got to leave out the BS. Yeah. Even the BS. Right. In all of them. In the same stuff. Right. Right. Scarcity. Yeah. Fear. Yeah. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Ego driven.
3: Right. Right. That's
2: all the same stuff. But the other side. Love. Mm-hmm. Peace. Mm-hmm. Happiness. Right. That's all in all the, the, the religions too. Right. You know. So yep. it's all the same stuff. So what are we mm-hmm. really. What is it that we're really trying to get to? Mm-hmm. Man. We're trying to feel better. Yep we're trying to feel better within our vessels within our bodies but it ain't gonna happen from you having all the bitcoins
3: no no you
2: can you can go have you can do those things because we do those things too right Mm -hmm. like shoot i'm in those coin right now but, (laughs) but but
3: yeah
2: i'm not moved by those things
3: right right they can't control right they don't control how you feel how i feel you know I mean, well, for a
2: second when we were trading during oh. the pandemic <laughs> we, started, we started doing some trading during the pandemic and yeah. man we was doing trading US 30 and that thing Ooh, was kicking my my
3: nervous system up no, down up was, down up stuck, down we were
2: stuck <laughs> oh, in that man. trade for 24 it hours it was
3: longer than that it was longer than that it was like 30 hours yeah, I was nah, like I think it was
2: it was 24 hours I don't know it was a long phone long night. I like, right, you up you up no I'm out of negative 200 now I think I'm ready to take my loss
3: yo I was like I'm taking a nap just scream if you if anything going pop off <laughs> but that but
2: that showed me too Ew. look at that parallel mm. of the stock market the market moves by emotions. emotion
3: emotion right. absolutely
2: it moves absolutely. by emotion and guess what it looked like nervous up down, system
3: up down exactly. exactly so it's like
2: what are we really trying to do mm-hmm. we're trying to feel better we're trying to be able to have experiences in life yep. but when you come to the place when you understand that the experiences are all happening in two to inside you inside
3: you you, within you that's the
2: richest that's Mm -hmm. the wealth yep you know yep
3: absolutely and
2: you can't tell nobody about that you have to actually do the work Mm -hmm. to get there
3: yes you know uh, and traditional
2: talk therapy is a way um when we talk about all of our tools absolutely is a way yeah my parents again said in the same first episode my parents was in it for years Mm -hmm. but there's more
3: yeah, there is way more. There is way this more
2: vessel that you that you have that you house. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it's in your leg. Mm-hmm. It's in your ankle. Mm-hmm. It's in your toe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
3: Right, right.
2: Like it's in your right. it's in your in your throat. Mm-hmm. It's in your in your forehead. You know, it's in the top of your head. It's yep. everywhere through you. Yep. Those sure. oh, I got back pain. People be complaining about back pain and thinking because they move something.
3: Oh man, it's no. like no because. No. What's the root of uh?
2: What's the emotion for anger in the back, the low back? Uh, is that fear around the kidney area, right? It's fear in the kidneys or fear
3: in kidneys. Yeah. Liver, liver is, is anger. anger right? Liver is anger. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. People
2: don't even make those correlations, nope. but that's why we're here to be able to talk about this, so people can begin making those correlations and right. having that sense of awareness. Right. Like I say everything that I saw you went through, everything I went through for myself, mm-hmm. yo. If, again, if we compare traumas, your trauma is way worse than mine. Yeah, but guess yeah.
3: what? Your body. I
2: still went through the same exactly. shit you went through.
3: Exactly. Absolutely. You know? Because I your body went is still purging. Your body.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the body still holds it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And I still see other people doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's no difference. Nope. Nope. You know.
3: But you know what? I can tell you, no drug, like, could ever make you feel as good as feeling whole and actually loving yourself. Hmm. In in your own own body, like and I've done a lot of drugs and I thought I felt really good on them drugs. But no amount of drugs will ever make you feel as whole or beautiful or peaceful or love, you know, within yourself as Mm -hmm. much as really falling in love with yourself. You know?
2: Yeah. And again, when you say that, like I, I hear those statements and I've heard those statements being said by people in the past. But nobody ever gave you a systematic way to reach that. Right. We're here to give you a systematic I way know. to reach that level. Yo,
3: because we've been there and yeah. we've went through this stuff. Like, yo, we know... Step, we've step, automated. Step,
2: and, you, we, and we've automated, automated mental health. Automated <laughs> mental health,
3: literally. So when literally. people come
2: and they come and they come out, they're crying, we like this. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Get it out. Yeah, <laughs> you're know. you So to be fine. So what I,
2: like, when you call me, I'll use losing your mind because you did trauma release. What mm-hmm. I tell you to do.
3: Yep. EFT. <laughs>
2: exactly know what you need to do. Yeah. Mm. Here are the steps to yeah. loving yourself.
3: Right. Right. To bringing your nervous nervous system back into homeostasis. Right. Here you go. Right. Packaged up in a little present. Inception.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and and you're gonna and and along the way, I mean, one day you called me and you were like, "Man, what, what, you, you remember the story? <laughs> Tell the story."
3: Yeah, I called you. I was so disheartened because I, you know, it was at the beginning of my my awakening. And I'm looking around, and I'm like, y- you must be so lonely. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. Like, you must be so lonely. I don't know who to talk to. It's so sad. These people are so just just crying. You mm. Like, you laughing at me. You started hysterically laughing at me. <laughs> hysterically. I'm like, this is so rude. Like, I wish I didn't call him. <laughs> this is like, doesn't feel good. I'm actually really sad about this. Like, I'm really upset about this
2: whole thing. And I was like, and I was just cracking up because I'm like, Welcome!
3: <laughs> oh my gosh! Like like this oh, welcome, Neo, hey. <laughs> to the
2: Nebuchadnezzar. Hey, this don't look pretty, dude oh, You no. thought this life was gonna be easy? Ooh,
3: we, but
2: but the funny thing is, even though I feel that way, I don't feel that way.
3: Mm-hmm. I, know. I know. I, what I you mean. <laughs> You know what I'm saying?
2: Because I don't. Mm. I don't look at how many people are not present. Right. I don't look at how many people I can't talk to.
3: Right right
2: like i Your I talk is... to the people who i talk to and right. they're more than enough
3: yeah right you know right. Mm-hmm.
2: and that's and that's again when you get to the place where we're moving from that place right everything you know we have uh storage units and i've never seen storage units growing up being such a big thing because mm. people can't let shit go no
3: right. right right um can't
2: but people are moving away from these big houses mm-hmm. to tiny homes
3: yeah right right
2: because going people, to the
3: minimalism right
2: and that's one swing. <laughs> like I don't think I need to go to right. like six hundred square foot right. a house.
3: Like no nah.
2: like I mean I I, I would like to have one of those actually some some places around the country. Like just have little tiny homes that you go on your because you think when you go on vacation, what are you doing? Yeah. You only need a place to lay your head. Right. right. I don't need ten thousand square feet of the like I got enough space here and I'm like, no, yeah. this is like making me lonely. Right. <laughs> you know? right. It, <laughs> right. right.
3: It's me. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. When you the more you have, the more you gotta maintain. Yeah, you
3: gotta take care of, right? That then the more space you don't have. But think, you about, think about think
2: about how much we try to maintain the vessel, mm-hmm. aka the sleeve.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a lot of stuff that we be trying to do. Yeah. On a weekly basis. Yes, there is. And the reason why we try to do it is because we know once we do it, we're gonna really solve the real issue. Yep.
3: yep. Not
2: try to go and do the self sue thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're gonna
2: get your colon cleansed. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. you're gonna
2: go. You go get. You go to Dr. Perry next week to get some lymphatic work. Yep, sure am. You know, I stand in front of my red light therapy Absolutely. daily. Me too. Me
3: too. Shining light on
2: my balls. For testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh, laughs> Gotta increase your testosterone. <laughs> Cut porn out, right? Not because oh it's so morally bad. No, because I know it's burning my brain. Listen, this is
3: a whole lifestyle. You have to change everything in your life once you wake up and you really want to be optimal and be you know the best you that you can be. Everything in your life has to change. Everything because let's
2: let's break down making waking up though because so because a lot of times people hear that term and they think of you know. It's, it's a lot, of, again, it's like trigger warning, right? Mm. Like triggers, oh, they're using wake up terminology yeah. and, and now that's, that's associated so with judgy, new agey or yeah. whatever it is. Whatever term you want to use, waking up to you, right? Mm. Like to your to your level of consciousness and what of you're doing.
3: Right, right. The
2: therapist is trying to help your unconscious become
3: to conscious. become conscious. Yeah. yeah. So
2: then you can change. Yep. So yep. we we just use these terminologies because we like these terms, mm-hmm. you know, and they, and they they resonate with us. Yep. Um. So when we talk about waking up, you know, people be talking about waking up to certain conspiracies and stuff. It's like, OK, great. I went down every rabbit hole you can think of in terms of conspiracy mm-hmm. theories. Yeah. But guess what? Guess what that do for you at the end of the day when you listen to Drive it?
3: Drive you crazy.
2: Nothing. Yeah. I can't call the Avengers up and go uh, get go an Iron Man suit and go right. fight Hydra and the Reptilians and whatever you gotta else. You focus on what you
3: can control. You gotta focus on what you can control. What I Drive can control
2: crazy. is my vessel.
3: Yep. Yep. Exactly.
2: What I put into it.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: From water. Yep. Food.
3: Right. Air quality. Air quality. Mm-hmm. Light. What
2: I listen to. Yep. Light.
3: What I look at. What I. What what's I take on my in. skin. Right. Like. Right. All like, of that
2: people don't understand women what's the number 100 i think it's like That's 180 like 100, different
3: 172 or something different products that you put on your your toxic products that you put on your body once, and your once, mind we're gonna bring
2: dr perry on here we're face. gonna talk about the lymphatic system and their role in that the first time i really started getting lymphatic work done
3: oh new level i
2: was i was i was so taken back yeah. at how i felt
3: oh man me too like, i was like oh, what gosh. is the connection you to remember, the spirit you remember unless... we you were texting one day we were in a group text and we were texting each other like man i just really appreciate you i'm so <laughs> grateful oh my gosh like that was after man. lymphatic work
2: yeah well, that, it makes sense because it's your sewage system in yep. your body. So yes, if you start no. to move the junk out, out
3: right. then you Ooh. can have
2: awareness to exactly. the okay. good things that mm-hmm. are present, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I know oh, man. that lymphatic work changed me and I, oh, I me continue too. try to, you know, I do lymph brushing. Yep. I got a vibration platform. Right. I have a...
3: Jump on my cellar sizer. trampoline, yep.
2: Yep. all lymphatic work. Mm-hmm. Um, And again, this may sound like, you know, growing up to... My bishop's wife, she used to have a ton of supplements on the counter. Mm. And you know, you'd be label her like this health nut person like, "Oh, why you doing all that?" Mm. And the thing is, okay, the supplements, I don't believe in taking that many supplements that she was taking because a lot of that stuff, first of all, we start to learn a lot of stuff is toxic.
3: Well, yeah, (laughs) a lot of it is toxic and a lot you can't even absorb because you don't even know what you're absorbing. And then if your body is stuck in a stress response, you're running through your resources. So you don't even know the absorption rate after like you throw a whole bunch of stuff in you. If you're stuck one way, like you're not absorbing, you're not absorbing. It's running right through you.
2: But I, I, but... I can appreciate what she was trying to do,
3: oh, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. and I can
2: appreciate mm-hmm. you know understanding no, we're not some health nuts,
3: mm.
2: you know that that people can associate that, we just understand where the real wealth is
3: exactly exactly you know?
2: and when you can when you can understand where the real wealth is, then you can really build generational wealth,
3: yep, yep, you know. Exactly. Better habits. Exactly. Because what do you want your kids? Anyways, what do you want them to feel? You want them to feel happy. You want them to feel loved. You want them to know that it's OK to feel sad. You know, you can get over that. You can mm-hmm. move through that. It's OK. You're going to feel angry and depressed. But, you know, to move from anger, depression mm-hmm. to, you know, to happiness. That's that's the goal. That's right. the goal. To so, happiness
2: and then, to understanding that your life, like you said, your life is not going to all be happy.
3: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And then, look,
2: Go look at animals. Mm. Just to go get a meal, they can, their life. I know. <laughs> their life. They can lose their life just yeah. to go get food.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. Just to get food. Mm-hmm. So,
2: but they still understand how to regulate after they've been in danger.
3: Right. Right.
2: And for us, we have to understand, Okay, you're going to have some some bad things that's going to possibly pop up in your life.
3: Right. Right. But But to be able to regulate, regulate regulate without without using these outside and thinking that these outside things are going to make you feel better.
2: But uh, but but just think about it, too. Think about everything that you've been through in your life. How much of it would you say was self-inflicted?
3: Oh, man, all of it. All of it, because it's all a choice. <laughs> it's all a choice at the end of the day.
2: That all that's, of it—that's the hard part. That people, we have to move from the victim mindset. I'm yeah. not using victim as a as mm-hmm. a victimization. Some people use that word to try to make you feel like right. it's wrong right. to feel right. bad. Mm-mm. You feel bad, but the thing is, after you felt what you felt, mm-hmm. victimized, mm-hmm. whatever, because. Some people have definitely been victimized.
3: Yeah. I've been victimized. But the question is, but,
2: 10 years later, do you still want right, to be in hold, that place?
3: No, 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 no. Absolutely not.
2: Because if you are still in that place, it's like you're a prisoner.
3: Yeah. To of the that. past. Yeah. You're a prisoner, you're a prisoner of the, to your the your woe is mind. me. Woe is me mindset. Nah, nah. And we'll a
2: And a, a familiar pain is greater than an unfamiliar gain.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. and people
2: get stuck in that that's Mm -hmm. how people you know you can get stuck in I don't care how it feels you can get stuck in that pattern Mm -hmm. some people like to be beat yeah like physically
3: no yeah that's I know. with that whole
2: dominatrix and yeah. bdsm and all that stuff i think
3: i've been there before in a past relationship hit me mother <laughs> i've been there Trust like me.
2: it feels
3: because you it makes you feel yeah it makes you feel
2: freeze yep. you want to feel
3: been there done that yeah right mm-hmm. like
2: like all these connections that we seem so gross or whatever it's mm. at the end of the day it's the same thing
3: yep yep
2: it's human psychology, neurology, mm-hmm. physiology. Mm-hmm. It's all connected to that. Yep. So the question is, what's driving you? Yeah. What's driving you to do those things? We're back to the adoption.
3: Yeah, that yeah.
2: key event in your life. Yep, drove you down these. Yep, patterns.
3: Right. Exactly. And then self-inflicted wound after other self-inflicted wound, and it's just like you spiral at some point. You know, you spiral. And,
2: and people find that somehow emotions are a weakness oh but my emotions gosh. aren't weak emotions is the strength for you to one is one is great because you get to you came into this body to feel
3: yeah exactly that's the whole point of this dimension you came with senses right
2: senses, <laughs> These to, senses feel.
3: to feel the
2: problem right. is is when you're over feeling and mm-hmm. under feeling yep we want to be able to feel and regulate yep exactly. i grew up with people man they 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 their parents they try to shield them from everything negative
3: and mm. Can't do that. guess what? Ooh, they're nervous systems. Nervous systems like cotton candy. baby nervous
2: (laughs) (laughs) You need enough stimulus. (sighs) Same way you go to the gym to lift weights. Mm. You want to lift the weights enough that your body can adapt and you can grow muscle. Mm -hmm. But if you give it too much stimulus, you can injure yourself. And now you stunted growth.
3: Yeah. You're injured. Right. You may not
2: ever grow the same way. Right. You need just the right amount of stimulus. Yep. But black people in our our society, man, we've had so much. We had too much.
3: Mm, mm. And then you got to think about generational trauma. I mean, that's stuck, that stuck in your body. 15
2: generations. Yeah, 16.
3: It's 16 generations that's stuck in your body. And then
2: trauma yep. opens up the genetics so yep. that that starts to be able exactly. to be expressed.
3: Exactly. Right? So, yep.
2: so it's not that trauma is bad. Mm-mm. It's not being in a regulator's trauma from trauma is bad. Mm-mm. Too much trauma. I mean, it just... It's the straw that broke the camel's back. You can't have so much stimulus. You can't live and be effective in, in the world mm-hmm. by having an overload.
3: Right. And we're right. on
2: overload right now.
3: Everybody's on overload. America is overload. Western culture is overload. It's overload. I mean. I'll sleep when I die. What? <laughs>
2: yeah, you're going to die a lot quicker.
3: Yeah. But right. biblically,
2: biblically, and I'm sure you can go to the other books, it, it talked about gluttony.
3: Mm. Mm. You know? Oh, over consumption gluttonous. we're addicted to consumption
2: it's because we want to self-soothe yeah exactly Back to that we're all traumatized again. so we're it's all like traumatized. your whole story we talked about my whole story i talked about
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's the same thing i'm trying to move from pain to pleasure yep. how do anthony robbins talked about that so much in personal power mm-hmm. like he would talk about changing your physiology mm-hmm. the difference with anthony's work is that he didn't understand like when you got that much trauma you can stand straight up all you want right but that ain't getting the issues out of the tissues, nah, man.
3: No, nah, no. You got to do the work do to get the work. issues out of the tissues.
2: And again, we created, created a systematic way <laughs> yep. to do it. Yep. And on these episodes, we're going to start breaking down how to do it. We, we kind of grossly go over some of these things. Mm-hmm. But again, we're going to talk about deeper ways of doing that. Yep. This episode, these first two episodes, we just want to give everybody introduction to who we are,
3: mm-hmm.
2: why we do been. what we right. do, because right. I can care less about doing a podcast just to do a podcast.
3: Right, right. This
2: has to be able to impact people. This has to add value.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we do everything intentional. Everything that we do is intentional.
2: Absolutely. So. Because that's it. Mm -hmm. driving everything with intention
3: right right and there is a way you can feel better you will feel better do the work and you will feel better trust me i went through years and years and years and years of self-soothing through through outer resources you know high walking through my life just not here you know going through traumatic event after traumatic event till i just i you know couldn't take it anymore
2: how did you how did you see um how did you experience the people around you because birds of a feather flock together, so your friends were just self soothers. Yep, right, they sure were. And, mm-hmm. and your and your romantic relationships were self soothers too. Yep. Yeah, what was there? Well,
3: they were they were just toxic because I was so codependent. You know, I, I had that abandonment thing, so I would attract these these you know very very narcissistic overly controlling just you know
2: <laughs> but they would they would they were doing that from their pain too right? yeah oh yeah.
3: absolutely yeah. absolutely so when you
2: say they're toxic what do you mean like, i
3: mean just you know they like to beat women or you know they narcissistic yeah. um you know they just, would just
2: exhibit toxic behavior
3: yes yes but like, I, I don't right right because i don't exactly. know what you
2: mean i just want to clarify for people because a lot of people are using the word toxic like you're toxic it's like no that person's hurt too
3: yeah oh no absolutely <laughs> absolutely know, they, that person's only behavior do, is toxic people only do things out of pain that's right. the thing that's why i can never really even get mad at, at anybody because you're only acting out of pain your own pain you're just trying to be, feel better everybody yeah. is just trying to feel better uh, I can't even be mad at people anymore. Yeah. I can't.
2: When I and that's when i looking at about a thousand brain maps and seeing the same patterns, not even in black people and white people, mm-hmm. seeing those patterns. And then when our people come in, I see them patterns too. Like it's like, man, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Yeah, because again, we said it last episode. You're not acting in consciousness. Mm-mm. So the whole goal is not to become woke Mm-mm. for woke sake.
3: Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You become woke
2: for awareness. your sake.
3: Exactly. And your more sake. awareness within your vessel. So and you can take mind. control
2: over this. So thing. you can feel
3: better. So you yeah. can learn to live through peace and love instead of stress and anger and reactiveness. I don't react. I mean, there are times that I react, but I have space between stimulus and response. Now I don't, I'm not just a walking reaction. I have thought process there, you know
2: <laughs> and and too, so we we can end on this note it's a, It's a very important note it's being able to move from dependency mm-hmm. to independency yeah. to interdependency,
3: yeah. Right
2: Like our relationship had moved through that, yeah, and you noticed that
3: yeah, yeah, it has. Mm-hmm.
2: you know you were you were dependent on me in certain ways. Mm-hmm. then you became independent mm-hmm. and you you know you was out there, you doing your, mm-hmm. your real estate <laughs> and then you came on a board with inception. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, like now all those years of me helping you. Now you're helping me, Mm -hmm. but we still help each other. We're interdependent.
3: Yeah. And that's where we have to
2: move within society. Mm -hmm. We have to Mm -hmm. get away from this idea of that. I don't need nobody.
3: Right. Right. Or
2: I need everybody. Right. No, we need each other.
3: Each other. Right. Cohesive. We need to be cohesive. We
2: have to move from um, competition. Mm-hmm. it's cooperation move from cooperation or competition to cooperation we yep. have to cooperate with each other yes and that's how yes. we that's how we get, get better, better as a people and that's how we actually i'll give his last story is that when there's a, a, a spool of fish and there's an earthquake those spool of fish that all surround each other survive the earthquake but that one little fish that drifts off mm. he dies mm. Mm. because collectively we can handle the energy collectively yeah but when we go and we want to try to just be on our own i don't need nobody right inception is not just about tools it's about the community
3: right
2: community heals
3: oh it's a community right it is a community
2: and that's why we're here doing our podcast again Safe space safe place safe place safe within Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. that's
2: why we're here yep so until next guys next time guys we'll See you on the next episode. We'll dive even deeper into inner wealth.
0: Peace. (laughs) At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams.